This week, the Music Biz Weekly podcast, it's all about high-res audio, ultra-high-def, however you want to call it. We're joined by Dan from Cobuzz, and he gives us the inside as to what makes it high-res, what are the file types, what kind of equipment might you need to get a good quality listen out of this, um, and, and just what differenti- differentiates Cobuzz from all the other players out there. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert, two longtime music industry pros, discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed in this new music business. Every month, thousands of musicians and industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, Get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Boy, it's too bad we're not in high-resolution audio here. (laughs) (laughs) That's today's topic is high-res audio. Or Um, or video. I mean, I've been told I have a face for radio, so. You know, real quick aside, I'm changing up the (laughs) software I use for editing and exporting my video, and I can export it in 4k now oh boy but i'm like well jesus christ it exports out as like a 15 gig file <laughs> right. like, what the all right back to 720p i mean it's fine i mean we're not yeah, you know let's you're not, not get crazy you're not tuning in for the beautiful high res on the music yeah. biz weekly podcast this isn't a, a nature show <laughs> yeah exactly exactly um but uh before we get into this week's discussion about high res audio um, a quick shout out to Bruce and everybody over at Hypebot and Bands in Town. Thank you for your support. Of course, just a quick reminder, please join us over at the Music Biz Weekly Podcast space on the Bands in Town artist community. You can find that at bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Lots of great discussions. When you got questions after this episode's over, head over there, post your question. We're going to be there checking them out. Um, and uh, I suppose I should pull up my um, <laughs> ad script. <laughs> ad script here. <laughs> How many times I've been doing this? And you'd think I'd know this by oh. now. Um, just a quick shout out and thank you to discmakers.com, one of our sponsors. We appreciate everything you do. Yep. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musicians. Digital royalty payments can be so small at selling products like CD, vinyl, T-shirts, online, and at gigs has become such an important income generator. For every CD you sell at a gig, you might need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. We got a great offer we put together with the folks over at Disc Makers. Head over to discmakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, make sure you use the promo code FREEBIZ, all one word, FREEBIZ, and you will save up to $150 in shipping costs. That's 150 bucks you can put into marketing and promotion or advertising or anything else in your career. Um, so, Jay, this week, it's high res yeah. audio. Yeah, we're talking a little bit of high res audio. I'm I'm a little confused about high res audio, so it was nice having uh, uh, Dan on. We're we're joined by Dan Macta, who's the managing director 
of Cobuz, Q-O-B-U-Z, Cobuz. And it's this uh, digital service provider, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a DSP, but it's for high-res downloads and high-res high streaming. Um, and Dan will walk us through what that means. Yep. So let it roll and we'll see you at the end. Visit musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Subscribe on YouTube. Follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate your support. Today, we're joined by Managing Director of Cobas USA, Dan Makta. Dan, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and putting on such a nice shirt to join us. We appreciate it. Thank you. Only the uh, best for you guys. This is Brooks Brothers. Brooks well, Brothers shirt. Wow. You're, you're a giver and we're, we're takers. So that, that fits really well. Um, I'm a big fan of Cobuzz and have been using it for years. And, you know, um, I used to work with the fine team over at uh, Mac Avenue Records and they were big fans of Cobuzz. As you know, you have friends over there. And it's, you know, when I do my weekly store checks, I always check uh, Cobuzz. For those that don't know, tell them a little bit about what the heck Cobuzz is. Right. What is it? It's not that revolutionary. It's a streaming service and a download store, which is, um, just, you know, some concepts have been around for a long time. It's a French company that actually started like 15 years ago as a high resolution download store. Ah. And then they were the first to launch high resolution streaming. And for people that don't know, we may get into it a little bit more. It's, it's, you know, better than CD quality. Uh, so originally a service geared toward audiophiles and people who really demanded the audio quality that was not available in streaming, uh, for many years. And, uh, we launched in the U.S. three years ago, a little more than three years ago. So newcomers on the scene, but we have a nice little niche as a high-end, super music-focused, single-minded streaming service. And then we also have this high-res download store, which is a another niche business, but actually growing and really strong for us, which is really? selling... CD quality and, and high res files. Some people still buy digital albums, even though in the mainstream it's fallen off from the heyday of iTunes, but there is still a market. And as long as there's a market, we're happy to, to service it because there's not a lot of players in that market there, and none of the big companies offer it so i was so gonna say that that's that's a big differentiator for your streaming platform because as, as jay and i always say you know in in the general sense streaming platforms are streaming platforms you know there's a catalog of music and it's it's out there it's what is different beyond that and you're right i mean you can't you can't go to you can't go to spotify and you know purchase high quality downloads. I mean, you can obviously say download that file as long as I'm a member, but if you're a member, you lose it. So the fact that you guys offer a high res download store in addition to streaming is a, is a different thing. Yeah, for sure. And we're investing in it and trying to grow that part of the business because it's underserved, really underserved. 
And everybody knows that if you buy an album as a download for 10 or 15 or 20 bucks or whatever it may be, depending on the quality, everybody, including the artist and the songwriters, makes a nicer single transaction, sure. you know, chunk of change than if you stream the album. So people are also aware of, of buying downloads as a way to be, you know, more supportive of art than only streaming, you know, having a collection. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we definitely feel like that is something that we would be, you know, just silly not to, to put energy and, and resources into, into yeah. growing and supporting. So do, when do people, you, do, oh, go ahead, Mike. I was gonna say, so at, at the, at the core, do you have different require media requirements for the music you're going to ingest for the download and for the streaming? Meaning, you know, if, if, a DIY artist goes and sets up on TuneCore or DistroKid. Do they need to provide something? Do they have, is there a different path to get the music ingested? There isn't, there isn't because it's really uh, formats that have been around for a while. Uh, basically you can't send us MP3. We won't, we, we won't take that. We need to get a lossless, file to start with, which is a wave or a flack. And that is the minimum spec for right. most yep. legit, legitimate distributors. But there's a lot of music made today by, you know, home, home recording, you know, hobbyists and up and beyond that are the original samples that they're piecing together, maybe from MP3s. I mean, it's definitely a, a, uh, you know, the audiophile pur purity test is not really what it's all about. It's really more about making sure we're getting the best possible, you know, original version, which we get from the labels and the distributors. Sure. We get music from TuneCore and DistroKid and most of the other, you know, aggregators and DIY. And and they have they, the distributors have different uh, capacity for how high they'll go in terms of whether they'll only do the CD quality 16 bit, or if they can handle 24 bit high res, some do, some don't, but, uh, you know, that's, that's not really the, uh, the, the problem is not, not that we don't have enough music or people can't get us the music. It's, 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 uh, um, you know, we have the same, you know, 80 million tracks or whatever, roughly, you know, the, the, the number of, of, of tra tracks in the universe are sure. uh, there's some, a couple of independent suppliers that for whatever reason we don't have yet, but. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this about quality because there's, there's a little bit of confusion when now, when you play it for people um, they can hear it and that's, but you can't uh, get out and play, you know, everything for everybody so how do you describe to people the varying levels of quality in audio starting maybe with just a, a compressed mp3 right well that's the thing about audio is it is kind of hard to describe you know with video people can tell hey that's pixelated i know that's low right. res i know it's, you know there's there's no mistaking it you know the biggest challenge is that a lot of listeners today have never heard good uncompressed audio through a nice hi-fi system. They've never had the experience of hearing, you know, a proper two-channel, you know, 
uh, soundstage and the imaging and, you know, how incredible it can sound. Uh, they've only ever heard, you know, very compressed uh, digital I, audio. I, iPods. With yeah, you know, uh, you know, through the, the yeah. earlier, you know, which is great. I mean, I'm all for music being ubiquitous and ease of access and, and that, that's all great. But, you know, there was definitely a degradation of sound quality between, you know, peak probably in the 80s. Um, uh, and then the introduction of digital and early digital, not great. But in, in any case, uh, what most people are accustomed to listening to these days is a compressed file, often MP3 or other other formats, and you know, the, and it's probably fine for the majority of the people a lot of the time. You know, to be ab absolutely honest, you know, if you're in the gym, if you're you know in a car on a highway with a you know a lot of other noise, the sound quality you know that you can get from a compressed file because the science behind these is to fool your ear to make it not think it so that you're not missing anything it's scientifically designed to, to fool you into thinking it sounds great and uh, they, they sound okay uh and that's what most people are used to listening to but if you go go back you know 15 or 20 years people were familiar with the compact disc you know still some people know what they are uh they'll probably come back into fashion again and uh, all, all of a sudden the place that was selling the compact discs for uh you know 99 cents each will be selling them for 99 dollars. but a compact disc is uncompressed digital audio and that's you know when you put in a compact disc and, and turned it up uh you knew that you were getting a uh you know at least you know the big misconception is that you know early streaming was CD quality or that satellite radio was CD quality. It, it, it wasn't. Um, uh, CD quality is lossless. So, you know, again, a lot of people have never listened to a CD, so they don't know that there's a difference between. Uh, so at, 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 at the end of the day, kind of what you're battling is it's the, 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 the lossless music has been there and is always there. The challenge is the equipment that, most consumers are using today doesn't really help this help help the problem i mean it you know when again you're you're using little earbuds and stuff like that compared to i mean all three of us could probably sit back and go yeah i remember when i had the the big stereo system separate units you know uh -huh. speakers woofer tweeter equalizers you know you can't take that to the gym. You can't take that to the no, beach. No, the convenience, uh, the convenience of modern music listening and streaming. I mean, if you had told me 30 years ago that there would be a celestial jukebox and it would be CD quality or better, and it would only cost me 10 bucks a month, I would say, yeah, they're, they're never going to figure that out. Anyway, it's here. You know, the convenience is, is here. You take it anywhere you want to go. The nice thing about where we are now with it uh, is you don't really need uh, a super crazy system to get the benefit of lossless and high res audio. I mean, you know, you can spend, you know, thousands, tens of thousands of dollars on a streamer, 
you know, the box that just yeah. uh, does the streaming. But most people have got a perfectly decent streamer already in their pocket, which is a phone. Yeah. Uh, you know, these, you know, with a Cobuzz app or, you know, other, uh, uh, other ways of listening to high-res audio and, uh, you know, a very simple, um, you know, piece of outboard hardware like, this is a uh, Audio Quest Dragonfly. It's a little DAC, which you would put a, with an iPhone. You got to use a special dongle. You know, thanks Apple. But uh, you know, this allows you to do. It's all. It's got a little amp in it, and uh, uh, the the DAC, the digital to analog converter, and you can get full high res. So I can walk around with my phone and that guy, and you know, a pair of decent headphones. You know, listen, if you're into this, maybe you're going to spend a couple hundred bucks. If you care about sound, uh, if you don't care about it, you're not going to spend anything. Then you also probably get your music for free. Um, but if you are, you know, let's say an enthusiast and you've made a little bit of an investment, um, you know, today you can really get, you know, a level of quality. You know, the hardware is is able to deliver what, you know, maybe 10 years ago would have been like, eh, you're in for at least a few thousand bucks to be able to uh, hear it, if not right. more. And, uh, you know, in the home, in the home now, you know, most sound bars can do high res. Um, there's a whole new generation of, of, you know, powered speakers and all-in-one systems. Uh, you know, Sonos has been pretty revolutionary and a lot of other companies are chasing that kind of market with an even more, you know, like Sonos and up, what's next? Yeah. Right. And uh, so that's kind of where Cobuzz fits. We view ourselves as a premium service. It's not, you know, trying to compete for, for the kids. I mean, we do, my kids listen, but that's because that's what I, what I give, give them the choice to listen to. But, um, yeah. you know, yeah. there's an older audience that, you know, is not necessarily, um, you know, in the target demographic for, yeah, you know, yeah. the, the mainstream hit, hit driven streaming world. We're kind of more of an old school record store. So, so Dan, Dan, how do you, so, you know, the last, it seems like to me, the last 12 months, all the, the, the major streaming services are coming out with their forms of Oh, we've got high quality audio. We got HD audio. We've got, you know, what I was just on Amazon music. We've got ultra HD audio. How do you guys compare and differentiate from everybody else who's out there saying, you know, go to Apple music. We, we, right, we've, right. we've, we've, we've got it. Do right. they truly have what you've got is I guess what I'm asking. Yeah. Well, this is where, you know, be, being the first, you know, it's like that, that, and, Five bucks will get me a cup of coffee downstairs. But uh, uh, yeah, this uh, past couple of years, you know, we launched in the U.S. just in time. Really, when we launched in the U.S., we were the only ones uh, offering any kind of uh, uh, lossless or, or uh, uh, high-res streaming. Uh, but Amazon came into the market, what they call Ultra HD it's the same as our high res. It's the same file. They got it from Universal. We got it from Universal. And uh, they're streaming the same file. You can't purchase it in that quality from Amazon. That's a differentiator like we talked about. Uh, then Apple came out with their 
uh, new formats. They really focused on their uh, uh, immersive, but part of that launch was, you know, now they've got this again, the same high res if universal, you know, ha has it in a 24 bit format, uh, they send it to all of us. Uh, and I wasn't sure what would happen. We had to lower our prices. Uh, was one thing because these guys came in and said, essentially to the market, we're not going to put an additional value on the better quality. We're just going to give it to everybody, uh, which was very surprising, very surprising. Yeah. But, but uh, we're still a little bit more expensive. And, you know, what we try to do is, you know, if the sound quality itself is, is not, you know, is not exclusive to us, what do we have? I mean, it's really a bit of, um, you know, just, just the position of the company and the brand itself. We're a small, small company. We're an independently owned company. We're not part of a giant tech company. Uh, that appeals to some people. We're music only. We're not also doing, you know, podcasts. We're not also doing uh, uh, selling hardware. We're you know, we just, yeah. just a hundred percent music focused and we have a lot of, you know, what we do have is original editorial content and context around the music that we really focus on long form written articles yeah. and original reviews and, you know, and focusing on stuff that really dedicated music fans are interested in, you know, interviews and deep dives on the producers yeah. and, uh, we have, you know, all the credits, we have digital booklets whenever we can get them from the labels, which is right in the streaming service. So yeah, it's yeah. A, a niche service for people who are really looking for a dedicated and, you know, for lack of a better word, kind of hardcore yeah. music service. You, you really got to be into it and people who see it and recognize it as something they would be into kind of recognize it immediately. Some people say, I don't really get it. It's not, not, not for me, but that's okay because we don't need everybody right. to sign up. That's not the scale we're looking for. I'm a big fan of your, uh, your editorial. And I think that's what differentiates you. And I think it's, it's, it, it draws you in a little bit deeper. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is if, if I'm listening to, to music on Cobuzz, what should, should I, like, I read this article the other day where they didn't recommend using um, wireless headphones when you're listening to high-res audio and things like that. Are there, is there a basic setup that you would recommend that somebody would get? And does it matter if you've got, you know, like wireless, you know, AirPods or something in? With today's technology, there's no Bluetooth that does full high-res. You can almost get up to CD quality with Bluetooth with the very latest codecs. You know, it just, you know, it wasn't really designed for audio from the beginning. And so there is, uh, there are limitations, but the scientists at Apple, I'm sure, are, I'm working, sure on are, are working on it and then we'll all benefit from it. Um, you know, to, so you'd to, recommend I, wired headphones. If, if you want, if you want a high res, if you're going to yeah. do a dedicated, you're going to do a, a focused listening experience and you really want to hear everything that this has to offer, you've got to be wired. And um, do you recommend one of those digital audio converters as well? Yeah. A, a DAC, you know, uh, you know, you can, if you spend, you know, 
a hundred dollars you will will on a on a DAC, it will definitely be better than what's already in your phone or your computer. But you can spend a hundred thousand dollars on a DAC, literally. Um, they do the same thing, but it depends, you know, how much you want to buy into, uh, uh, you know, how how uh, intricate and special these these electronics can be. But you know, even a really modest one um, is is going to allow you to hear the full high res. And uh, you know, and then what does full high res allow you to hear? It's it's going to allow you to hear what's on the recording. Right. So if the original recording was you know, kind of poorly done or the mastering job was, was not good. You'll hear that and you'll go, oof. <laughs> um, and maybe you'll say, I, I think I liked it better when, when I couldn't hear it that well. <laughs> when, when they hit all of that. But, but yeah, uh, it's like it, high you know, videos, sometimes, you know, you, sometimes you, you don't want to see things in 4k yeah my my wife uh, when we're watching she's like i don't know this is too high res for me is there any way we could dial that back exactly um well listen i i think this stuff is so fascinating and i think for music fans like you know there's going to be a difference between if you're listening to steely dan or toto as then if you're listening to the ramones and there's nothing wrong with the ramones it's just it wasn't recorded to separate different instruments and to give you that same experience, you know, like maybe classics and jazz are, um, but you're absolutely right. So where can people learn more about you and Cobuzz and high-res audio? Where, where should they go, Dan? Well, the information that, that, you know, we, we put out there on, on our website, Dennis and he, I've always got to spell it. It's Q O B U Z. Q O B U Z.com has got a primer on high res audio. It has information about different listening setups. It has a free trial offer. Of course, you know, people can try it for free for a month and see if, if they like it. And, there's also, you know, a lot of good articles, you know, if someone just Googled it, you know, a tech hive just recently wrote a great review of Cobuzz that has a really nice, um, you know, breakdown of what you want to look for when you're on the service. And um, he did a great job. Uh, and there's, there's definitely articles like that, which are great when it's a third party, like, you know, we didn't write it, but someone who gets it. Um, and, you know, high res in general, another great resource and another highly recommended site for high res audio is the Neil Young archives, mm -hmm. which is Neil Young's basically Neil Young streaming service, right? It's just his music. So it's everything that we have plus, uh, stuff that he only releases there with, uh, he's got his, I think it's called the times contrarian which is basically the blog section of his website. And they've got some good articles on how to listen to high res and recommendations of some equipment. And it's a good, good resource. And, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Neil Young fan, so I can't get enough of it. But uh, even if you're not going for the music, some of the content around the audio formats and the audio quality is, is uh, well presented there. Yeah. Dan, thank you so much for joining us today. It's it's fascinating discussion. I wish you uh, much success over at Cobas, and I'll I'll still be a subscriber, and I'll send you a smart ass email from time to time. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Um, 
you know, we definitely are always looking for more smart ass emails from people, you know, who, who could back it up with, uh, with some good, uh, good, 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 uh, reasoning and, and logic. Um, but yeah, we, uh, appreciate you, uh, having us on or having me on yeah. and, uh, you know, I'm easy to find if anyone uh, wants to contact me on LinkedIn, uh, you awesome. know, I'm easy to reach. Sounds great. Thank Thanks you, Dan. Thanks again, Dan. We really appreciate your time, Visit brother. discmakers.com to place an order for 100 or more CDs. And when you check out, use promo code FREEBIZ and get free shipping up to a $150 value. I love the fact that they have a high-res download service Yeah. in addition to the streaming. I think that's a great differentiator, you know, because as he, as he pointed out, you can't download that ultra-high deaf from amazon music yeah and and i know a lot of audiophiles i shouldn't say a lot because it is a small market but i know audiophiles who want to download they don't even trust high high resolution streams yeah they want the high def file downloaded yeah yeah i know a lot of people like that too i think that What's really cool about Cobuzz is I like their weekly emails and you should sign up for those. But also when you go to their site, he touched on this a little bit. They have some editorial and there was a DSP that I just loved um, for a while. It's not there anymore, but it was called Music Aficionado and it was like a magazine. So you'd go to the main page and it looked like a magazine. There were articles and you'd say, oh, here are the 20 blues guitar players you should know. And you hit play and you're listening to it as you're reading the article. And it was it was a really cool concept. And, and Cobuzz does that. So if you're looking for a little bit of a more immersive, deeper experience, you know, and if you're into that higher resolution audio, that may be a, a solution for you. And, you know, and it, it's, listen, I, I'm, I'm going to admit I'm not an audiophile. I love music, but I've never been the audiophile that many people are. Um, but I do like the fact that he basically outlined, you know, you've got the equipment basically right now to listen to good quality, high resolution, you know, your iPhone, you know, corded headphones. Yes. That makes a big difference. I mean, anything in this world corded is better than wireless bandwidth is is the same way. Audio is the same way. Just is everything has to be compressed a little bit to go wireless. Um, you know, sure. They're probably going to get there at some point, but you know, Apple will release, a new Bluetooth codec that supports high resolution audio. And that'll give them a reason to sell you a $750 pair of headphones as opposed to a $500. And pair I will headphones. line up to buy it because that's how <laughs> foolish I am. Well, I'll, I'll admit I didn't buy into the, 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 the Apple headphones. I've got my Sony ones. The oh, Sony wireless too. ones are phenomenal. Oh yeah. I love them. The um, Sony. I, I don't remember the model. Number, you have but the, it's noise the, canceling one? the noise canceling one, the noise canceling. I just, took a plane ride and i was wow, using wow they, they work so it, well they work They're so well the batteries last forever it's great quality um but yeah i mean you know apple will try and sell you a thousand dollar piece of hardware that allows you to now listen to high res well the reality is you can do it right now with a lot of what you've got you don't need to go out and spend tens of thousands of dollars to do it yeah yeah so yeah check them out you know and cool and listen um If you are an audiophile, talk to us about it. Why is it so important? 
what do you listen to? You know, um, how, I, I, I love that. How, how do you listen? I mean, because for me, and he touched on this, it's the convenience of music now that, and, and listen, I've got thousands of vinyl records and I had thousands of CDs. I long sold them all after ripping them and everything else. Me too. But it's the convenience of wherever I am at whatever moment and a song or an artist pops into my head, I can immediately go listen to it right now. Yeah. As opposed to, okay, I got to go home, got to go maybe purchase that, find it, purchase it, download it, and then play it. You know, it loses that immediate appeal. Absolutely. And that, and that, and that's what music has really become for me is like, you know, it's, it's the flashback moment of like, Oh my God, I forgot all about that song or that artist. I want to listen to it right now. And I do that many times, reading books, reading articles, reading reviews. Yeah. I'm immediately jumping in. So to me, that's what music is important for me now. But as an audiophile, I'd love to hear from our listeners who, you know, explain to us why the quality is so much more important than the convenience. And head over to the Bands in Town artist community. We'll post this up there. Yeah, I think this could talk. be a great discussion. Yeah, I agree. You know, are you in favor of high res? Does it matter to you? Is it a differentiator? How important is that to you with your music? Did you even know that the music you're releasing is ending up in high res format somewhere? Because that was my lead off question. I didn't know. I mean, do, do you have to upload a special file for this? And it's like, no, it's the same thing that you give to DistroKid or TuneCore. It's like, oh, that's yeah. good to know. Makes it easy. But I also didn't know that. So now you can tell all of your fans you've got high-resolution audio available. Um, but head over to bandsintown.musicbizweeklypodcast.com. Leave your comments, leave your questions. We're there. It's been a busy week this last yeah. week over there. So keep the um, conversation going. Good conversations going yeah. all the time over there. Yeah. And uh, before we take off, just a quick shout out to Bruce at Hypebot and Bands in Town. Thank you for your continued support. And of course, to our sponsors, discmakers.com. Thank you so much. It means a lot to us. We appreciate That's it. That's it. We'll see everybody next week. Voices for Music Biz Weekly, provided by. LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.